and welcome to Daters Gonna Date. This is a Irish podcast all about dating. Two single girls living in Dublin. What the hell will we get up to? Not much at the moment with COVID, um, but we'll discuss all our dating woes, all your dating woes, um, and we hope you enjoy. Welcome back to another episode 20. I actually have lost count where we are. 27? What, 28? I don't 27, know. Yeah, I think it might be something like that. I mean, it's kind of insane. That's that's a lot to uh, considering only three of them were pre-COVID. So let us just say the fact that we're still doing this is what happens to be a bit of a miracle. I am Nicola. And I am Roisin. And we are the two, we'll call ourselves experts, but we're not. (laughs) Today, we're going to be your agony aunts, your dear, dear dreams, your mystic eggs, your, I don't know, basically. For once, we're taking the limelight off our love lives and putting it on yours. Exactly, exactly. So uh, if you're following us on Instagram, um, which is Daters Gonna Date, if you aren't already, uh, we put up a question box at the weekend just kind of asking guys for for your own dilemmas. And Jesus Christ, there was quite a few that came in. So God knows how many we'll we'll actually get through because we've had a lot of responses as well from people. So we'll try our best to get through as many as we can. I'm sure me and Nicola have experienced um, some of the dilemmas that you guys have. So we'll just be talking from our own experience and also what, what everybody else uh, kind of thought as well. I imagine we're going to have differing views here. You know, you're in a loved up bubble and I'm a cranky old spinster. So <laughs> you're going to hear the loved, oh God. the loved up version and then the, you know, old wagon lady with the cats version over here. So that'll be me. Listen, loved up lads. Let's calm ourselves, guys. It's, it's only been walking dates so far. So we won't got to get too ahead of herself but he he is still there just to give people a very a brief update um it's it's still going on but yeah walking is although i did nicola uh i'm sure everybody was so excited to hear this mother just mute for several seconds i did get a proper shift hurrah so it only took oh it only took what six dates six or seven walks to to finally uh finally have a proper shift where so I feel it? like that is it. <laughs> well, we were out walking, and but because it was later in the evening, there was like literally nobody around. Um, so we were just sitting down, like watching the sea waves. Also, oh, so, sound like such a dickhead. Oh God, not to be sitting like that just said <laughs> so fucking American. <laughs> I know, doesn't it? But like, what can you do? Like, I, mean, I live near the sea, so that's where all my walks are, and it just it just happened. No one was around, so it was finally able to have a shift and not feel super uncomfortable because like any other time there's loads of people all over the place and you just you just can't like it's too like no it's too awkward so yeah so there you go you'd be delighted to know so that is my update for this week guys before we get stuck into these <laughs> oh my god shifting do you remember that I fuck it's been that long I can remember how long it is it's I know. Been going on 16 months and counting god yeah Oh, I remember like the days when you used we'll to just go into a pub, do a slut run, shift your face off. Like in my 30s now, I've gotten very, you know, quiet on the shifting front, obviously pre-COVID. Um, as in, you'd be like, no, I probably yeah. shouldn't just throw the lips on anybody and just kind of maybe talk to them, at least know their name. That is not the case post-COVID. I literally am going to walk into everyone, no. shift someone, go to the next pub, shift someone there. Like it's going to be embarrassing. 
I'm just going to be going around just making sure myself and I don't care. You shouldn't. Shouldn't care less. I think like when, it, when this happens, everybody like, I mean, people are just going to have a hit the decks because it's going to be an explosion of sexual tension is just going to be released into the, <laughs> into the ether. Um, I can't even imagine like with all the usual hotspots and like people are just going to be out in the street, like shifting each other. It'll be like, you know, like when the war was won and everybody was just out in the street grabbing army guys and shifting the face off each other. That is what it's going to be like. This is our, <laughs> this is our moment. Did I tell you about my friend who's in a relationship and is due to get married? She said, oh, Nicola, I think now when this is all over, you know, guys are going to be so ready to settle down. Um, no, no, they're not. They're no. literally going to be like, how many women can I ride in one night, let alone one week? They're just going to be like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> People in relationships, I love your, um, you know, trying to make us feel better, but you haven't a clue. Yeah. <laughs> No, you, you, you really, you just don't know, guys. You just don't understand uh, what it's like. So, yeah. No, I can't imagine people are going to want to settle down. People are going to want to go fucking buck wild. And to be honest, I don't blame absolutely any of them because it's been a long, slightly miserable year. Yeah. <laughs> so, so do, do us- your thing, Gal. Yeah, thing. so... When this all lifts, I'm expecting all our listeners to be sending us in slutty shit, slutty shit. Tell me how many fellas you shifted, where you shifted them, where many girls you shifted. We're going to put up tips yeah. of where the hottest men are. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's going to be like beat the slapper when you're a teenager, just all over again. Yes, I will be that slapper. Goals. <laughs> goals in life. Um, goals. <laughs> goals. Yeah, you're going to have to start trying to beat people who like write in and say that they shifted like six guys and you're like, I, I have to beat that now. I have to be better than our listeners. So <laughs> that's what's going to end up happening. Yeah, um, we're going to have a goal. So every week I'm going to ask you like how many people you shifted in the night and then we're going to have a champion. And maybe we could... <gasps> yes. Maybe we could... We all- set a prize. Yes, but also we could have a couple of championships. So it could be, um, you know, biggest slot of the night. And then we could do the 32 counter challenge. So what you have to do is shift someone from every count. Go to copper. I like to say Boom, I'm in. I'm I'm into this. I will lead the charge. Nicola will be winning every championship. That's what's going to happen. Nobody else is going to get a look in. I probably shouldn't say this because what's going to happen is the first night I'm going to go out and not one person will look my direction. If it's anything like my online dating life and no one will look at me and I'll be like, well, this is just fantastic. I shouldn't have said on that podcast I was going to be a whore. I can make it up though. No one's going to know. Like when we said on our Instagram. Although like it could be the complete opposite, Nicola. So you could, what the psychic said you could go out in your first night fall in front of the feet of the, the love of your life and that could be the end of it you could be all you know loved up by the time we get our first es- escape no I don't want that I want to have a night of sluttiness let me have that world <laughs> if you're going to trip me up over bay let it least be after I've had two nights out one in Whelan's and one in Coppers that's all I ask okay that's all we ask to the to the pub gods yeah <laughs> And now to us being the gods here, we're going to be the the gods of romance and yeah. reality checks. Because I think some people might need some reality checks. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll deliver that, girls and guys. Mm-hmm. Thank to everyone who sent in messages. Uh, Ro, do you want to kick off with one? We'll start off with one of them. Which one do you want to go with? So, like, there was quite a few. and I was wondering where the hell to start. But I was interested... God, can I speak? No. Uh, I was interested in this one that came in in a message to us, right? Okay. Um, and it says, too big for the box, gals. I've been texting a guy since New Year. So, you know, three months now. Um, he's out of the 5K, so no meeting. I suggested calming down the texting because it will be a while till we, till we can meet. 
He said no and insisted on, uh, oh, and instead upped it up to ringing every few nights. All was going so great. However, after two and a half months, he has decided to ghost me. Someone make sense of this, please. Don't know whether to send a closure text like I thought you would, have at least sent a text or just leave me alone. Feel like I've no closure on it till I do it. Am I insane? So I put up a poll whether she should text him or not. And to be honest, at the moment, it's very, very split. 54% said yes. 46% said no. Interested to see what you think, uh, Nicola, there. So if this was pre-COVID time, I would say don't even give him the satisfaction of the text. But that doesn't count here because pre-COVID time, you could be like, this guy's a bollocks. You go out and meet your girlfriends. You go and you bitch about him, have a few drinks and then chat to random strangers. Instead, this person is going to be, she's going to be at home and thinking about it a lot. And it's going to be a case of every time your phone beeps, you're going to be looking at it going and you're staring at the message because we have way too much time on our hands and mentally too much time um, to ourselves. So I say text him, definitely. Because he's the one, you tried to call it. She tried to call it. She said, listen, we're not going to be able to see each other. Let's just hold off until, you know, we can or whatever. He said no. And he upgraded the relationship there. Um, So she needs to know what's going on. I would definitely text and be like, you know, oh, did you lose my number or something? Really thought that we'd been through enough that you could have at least given me the courtesy of saying goodbye instead of instead of goes to me. And then I would block him. Yeah. I would block him so that he can come back with an excuse. Just you've said it. Yeah. Have the last word block. Then he's going to be driven demented because he can't reply to you. And you can then go last word is mine. Wash my hands clean. Next. Yeah, I think uh, I have to say when I read this, the impression that I got is that he has met somebody who's willing to break the 5K. Yeah. And I think that's that's what's happened. He's after messaging someone who's broke the 5K and he's like, well, I found someone now who'll break the 5K. So, you know, whatever. I always feel when it comes to these kind of things, what I try to do is not reply like or send a text immediately. I try to let it sit with me, you know, for like a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Basically, still raging and still pissed off or still annoyed or upset or whatever, that's when I would send a message. Um, you know, some people were saying, right, you're a prick. Fuck you, you bollocks. Um, but uh, uh, I do think we'd like saying something like, hey, I don't really know what happened. I thought we we're getting on great. At least you could have done is sent me a text of a bit of courtesy telling me that you're seeing someone else or you're not interested anymore. Um, you know, basically, I'm not interested in being with somebody who's just going to dick me around. But it's a hard one because I know some people have said, don't even bother messaging. But I can un- understand that thing of not feeling the closure and just wanting to box it off. And I think what you're saying is great because you get the final message in and then you get to block him and mm-hmm. he doesn't get to respond to you at all. So you yeah. get the upper hand in 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 that in that way yeah. so like that's quite a yeah. good idea um, that's quite sneaky there's nothing yeah, he's going to say to you there's nothing he can say to you now that's going to make you feel better unless he literally comes back True. and says you know me, someone died and surely even by now he would have texted you going listen I'm sorry I haven't been in touch Something, I've had a family emergency blah 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 I'll be in touch when I can that's what you do I when we've all been through emergencies where you send a text and then you just don't reply for a few but you get the text out 
out of the way. He clearly has, as you said, met someone else who's more willing to break the 5K or is in his 5K. And he's just like washed his hands. So for her to like, normally I'd be like, don't even bother texting him because blah. But in this, in this circumstance where, you know, your mental health is already fragile enough as it is with COVID, I think get your word in, but don't let him get his word back. Get, and as you said, leave it a few days. She obviously has because it's, you know, she's messaged us now and, you know, we got that yesterday and blah, blah, blah. I would yeah. leave it a few days, kind of write it down in your notes what you want to say so you can kind of be like, get what you want to cross, but also be like, well, listen, good luck, have a good life, kind of end something like that. Yeah. And a yeah. thumbs up emoji or a peace emoji and then mm-hmm. block because he gets it and then you can go, ah. Goodbye. Yeah, see ya. It's funny though, because somebody messaged in and said, uh, you know, that they went through something similar. Uh, they said, got ghosted after seeing Guy for a couple of months, meeting up like two, three times a week, then ghosted. So I texted him saying, Have I been ghosted? He wrote back, No, I thought I was being ghosted. I replied, Thank God I sent the message though. And then he never replied. Like, what the hell is that? That, what is that? That is a guy who was ghosting you and then felt guilty. Right. This is what I've realized about a lot of lads. They don't like to be the prick in the scenario, even when they are being the prick yeah. in the scenario. They don't like to be it. And it's, you know, you see it sometimes when you break up with somebody and they're like, uh, oh, can I take you out to dinner and we'll chat? And you're like, no, like, I don't. why would I be? Why would we go to dinner? We're we're not friends. It's yeah. because they don't like to be known as a prick because especially in Ireland where it's too small. So he can be talking to someone like, oh, you're the dick that did that to my friend. Mm, come on. That yeah. that is it. Like <laughs> you'll remember like I an ex of mine. Um, uh, I found out on Facebook that he was uh, seeing someone else. That was always fantastic. Um, but he, when I, te- I text him to say the least you could have done is told me myself instead of me finding out on your Facebook page. And uh, he responded um, two days later saying, can I take you out to dinner? Good to catch up. And then every time he's messaged me oh after that, God. it has been a case of he has felt guilty and he comes across as the wanker and he doesn't like that, doesn't like coming across as the wanker. That's what yeah. a lot of guys do. So this guy yeah. clearly was ghosting you and whatever way you caught him, he suddenly realized that you weren't going to just go fade away, that you actually were going to confront him about it. And he's like, no, no, no. I thought it was you ghosting me. So then you check yourself. You literally yeah. go, wait, what did I do wrong? Yeah. And he's like, ha, bye. Yeah, yeah, a bit of gaslighting almost like Definitely. going on there, like just basically the reverse psychology and putting it on her instead. Um, we did get this message from one of our followers and I do kind of agree. I, she said, I think it's time both men and women were called out for ghosting. It's something we've come to accept, but it's not right. Communication is key. And if people don't have the balls to come out and say it, they should be they should be pulled up on it. So going forward, hopefully they won't do it to the next person, which I have to say, I think is fair enough, especially like if you're in your thirties, guys, like whatever about like ghosting and doing this shit when you're, you know, in your late teens and twenties, or like, obviously if someone's been a psycho or anything like that, I Mm. totally understand. But really, if you're old enough and mature enough, to be like going on dating apps and going and dating people, then you're big and bold enough to tell somebody that you're not interested. Yeah. And like, there's a, there's obviously, we're not talking about somebody who's you've messaged three times, you know, and then they ghost you because they match with somebody else that they prefer. I'm not on about that. This is someone you have invested time with. So this girl was on the phone 
you know, multiple times to this guy. So she has told some of her life story. He's told some of his, you know, emotions, blah, 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 blah. And then goes, that's, yeah, I do think, and I'm very much now in the camp of, I think people should be called out on the bullshit in all areas of life because everyone is having a really hard time at the moment. Everybody. And you adding to someone's misery is just not fucking cool. And I don't really like to curse, but I dropped that F-bomb there because it's not cool. And I, I say go for it, girls. Call out anyone who, and guys, obviously, call out anyone who's ghosting you. Because, look, at the end of the day, you're not going to see them again. Because why would you? There's nothing they can come back with to rescue the relationship. So we might as well get your answer. And then block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then block. I do, like, I do like that idea of sending that message and then being able to block because then you you have had the last word. And as you said, Nicola, that will infuriate somebody more than anything. So I think that's a great idea. I reckon just send one clear message um, and just block and leave it there and move on, hopefully, to the next one. And I like I mean, I've talked on here, Nick, about how I have been like messaging guys now only on dating sites didn't swap numbers for weeks and weeks on end but I didn't really feel particularly bad about it because I suppose we were in pandemic and they weren't living in Dublin mm. um, so like they were living even further than 5k you know what I mean like mm. 250k or whatever away from me so you know I kind of didn't feel as awful but that could have been also because I was chatting to other guys so the drop off kind of didn't upset me as much so but it's hard when you stop talking to other people on dating sites and put your focus on attention onto one person and then they they ghost you so yeah shit I reckon message them tell them give them what for and then block them there you go that to our listener that is the decision and to anyone else who is in the same scenario that is Judge Judy has said (laughs) (laughs) I wish we had a gavel we could be like oh hold on what have I got here what have I got I've got a can of coke does this work (laughs) (laughs) oh god okay Uh, okay you pick there now one of the other ones let's see okay right let's go into this well, this is about um, actually about friendship because I did say we did put up a thing saying that it doesn't have to be dating relationship. Mm-hmm. So someone said, I'm trying to pull back from a friend whose negativity breaks my spirit. I need help. This is something I've literally just got off the phone with my friend for two hours. We walked around. I walked around Glasnevin Cemetery for two hours. People probably think I'm some sort of, I don't know, grave fantasist or I'm trying to rob bones out of them. But um, uh, we just talked about this. Why Michael Collins? Oh, look, I always go up and see Michael before when I come in and when I leave, go up and say hello to him. How are you doing, Michael? How's it going? Um, but yes, so we just talked about this and it's so weird that that message came true there. So I found that there is a lot of... So I'm okay with people being negative for a time because we've all been negative yeah. for a time, especially this last year. Yeah, totally. Like I totally get it. Like there, oh, this weekend I feel like shit. So I'm probably... I've kind of put, taken myself away from scenarios about being around other people because I'm um, not feeling great. So instead, I'm like, instead of being around people and being like bitching and moaning for this, just because that's the mood I'm in, I've been like, okay, I'm just going to sit and I'm going to watch my favorite TV show, blah, blah, blah. That's okay for a weekend or even for a week, 10 days, whatever. But if it's constant, you can't have that in your life at the minute. It's Life is too hard as it is. And then you throw a pandemic on top of it and you throw loneliness and everything else. And... For me, I would, 
it depends on the level of friendship. Like, is it within your five kilometers? Is it someone that you only get to talk to on the phone? Um, if it was a case of being within your five kilometers, yeah, COVID is great for this. Just say you're not feeling well and just kind of pull. Like I would pull back that way, like start off if they want to meet up by saying, I'm really not feeling well. And I, I, I don't think it's COVID, but I just don't think I'm up for the walk. Making excuses. Yeah. The person's going to stop asking after a while. And then, yeah. Or you, like you could, it depends on how friendly you are with the person as well. You could, like, you can address the negativity if, if that's the way yeah, it is. I was going to say, like, we don't obviously know this person. We don't know what kind of friendship they have with mm. this guy, girl or guy or whatever. But like, could you pull them up on it? Is this something that like, you could actually talk to them about or is this is the person so negative and so blocking like that you you can't even have like a proper adult conversation because if you can't have a conversation like that with them that kind of tells you a lot about that person like even without the negativity like even if you're if you can't go to your friends and say like hey you know you're being a bit of a dick like if you can't just be like honest with your mates like that you know, is that really a true friend? I don't know. Like, it's kind of a hard, like like you were saying, everyone's going through difficult times um, and some people's situations are more severe than others, etc. Um, And it doesn't mean like that anybody should be belittled for like whatever experience or whatever they're going through. But also sometimes you have to check yourself mm-hmm. and realize, oh my God, I have not stopped giving out for the last like four days. And not only am I being dragged under, but like the people I live with or whatever, my partner is getting it in the neck as well. Um, so I think if you're self-aware or yourself a well person, you can kind of cop yourself on, but it, yeah, I'm getting the impression that this is not the case for, for, for this, for like, this person. Yeah. I'm guessing the way she worded about needing to pull back that she probably already has done this. But if anyone's in the scenario, you could start off by talking to the person saying, listen, are you okay? Like, is everything all right? Because I've just found that you're really down lately. You've been quite negative. Maybe they don't realize they're being negative. If you say that to them and then they continue to be negative, then start pulling back. Like, there's a difference between being negative and being sad. That's what I think. Like, if someone's sad and, you know, they're depressed or they're going through a depressive phase, that's very different than being negative. Negative is being, everything's shit. Why would I bother? This is bullshit. Negative. Uh, but then you've got someone who's feeling sad and depressed. And, you know, that they have an actual worry. They have an actual illness. So it's not like we're saying to people, listen, just fucking pull away from your depressed friends. No, no, no. There's a difference between negative negative thinking yeah no 100% and I'd agree and I'd also say like if another thing that you could maybe do again if they're that type of friend that you can feel you can broach like you were saying just like oh you've seemed really negative recently like you can suggest things like have you tried um, you know positive meditation have you tried like uh, a journal like I'm writing your feelings down and trying to get them out like this is all like now if you if you have a friend that you can approach those kind of that issue with um, as you said, like the way the girl has worded it, you know, she might have already tried some of these options. And at the end of the day, sometimes you need to be selfish and sometimes you have to mind yourself and your own mental health. And sometimes you do have to say, actually, I can't listen to this or I actually can't cope with this at the moment. And I have to take a step back to my myself. And I know sometimes 
and I think in particular in Ireland we're a bit guilty of this of being like oh well you know I better not I better just you know not say anything just because I've had a bad day because everybody has it so much worse and what I'll do is I'll just take on all the negativity from everybody else and store it inside of myself and uh, and just pretend I'm fine <laughs> which yeah. you know you know it's not yeah. the case you know yeah and the thing is when you are around a negative person you're drained when you come away from that and we've all been you know you've done it we've all had friends and you're like come back and you're like oh my god I'm wrecked after just that one hour talk or you're going to meet them and you're like building yourself up because you know that you're probably going to be quiet for the entire hour you're with this person and they're just going to bitch and moan and that's what I mean like I really don't want anyone to think that I'm talking that we're talking about people who are actually sad or depressed we're talking about people who are just bitching and moaning for the sake of hearing their own voices and that yeah you have to be selfish I say definitely if this person is just bringing you down there's too much in the world bringing you down at the moment so whoever to the person that sent us in that message life is hard enough I would definitely start to pull back you know one way you could do it not totally ghosting the friend because that's not right if you're not able to speak to this person or you have spoken to them about their negativity and they haven't addressed it I would just start pulling back taking two days to reply to a message saying you're not available for a phone call And if they call you up and go, what are you doing? Just go, I'm sorry. I just, I have said it to you before your negativity. And it's just, I suppose I'm, I'm finding life tough enough as it is. I can't really, I can't really deal with this negativity. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, And even look, even if COVID wasn't happening at the moment, Mm -hmm. that's still a really shitty, you're not a punching bag. You're not here for like people to constantly put their emotional stress and negativity on you, you know? Um, And obviously whatever is going on in that person's life, they need to deal with it. Um, And as you said, if you, especially if it's a, if you've tried to approach them already or tried to say something and they've done nothing about it, I would definitely, what Nicola said, start taking a little step back the replies being a little slower, not going for the walks, etc. And then also what I would say to the actual person themselves, do something nice for your own self. If you're feeling heavy and you're feeling negative, taking on it, other people's energies, take some time out for yourself and do something nice for yourself. Whatever it might be, walk, a bath, meditation, walk, watch a show that you know will will make you laugh or whatever it is. So make sure you're taking care of your yourself. Listen to well. a podcast. Yes. <laughs> do what I'm doing right now while Roshan's talking, gobbling chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm um, giving you real relatable content here. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm loving the, loving the questions. Let's see if we got, what else we've got going on. Yeah. Uh, well, Another one that I put up on the Instagram and we, we've got some like uh, feedback from, I suppose, uh, the Instagram followers is somebody wrote in and said, guy, perfect on paper for me, but feeling meh about it, him. It's he's the nicest guy I've ever met. OK, mm-hmm. so this is I put this up on Twitter because I think this is and I'd be interested to know, do, do guys ever feel this way about girls? But I feel like this is a very female issue right yeah. I feel like this happens a lot to us and I do wonder sometimes is it because we're used to not having nice guys that when we meet someone like it's maybe a bit against the norm etc um, so yeah I said I mean like don't get me wrong I, I like I know people are interested sometimes what it is for people is you know maybe if someone's too nice or too keen they're missing out on a bit of the chase or whatever, you know, sometimes that, that can be it. Um, but I also do wonder sometimes if we're just so used to guys like ghosting us or being unavailable that like when we actually meet a genuinely nice guy, we're like, 
the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know how to deal. What is this? Like you've presented me with, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I was weirdly thinking about this the other day because do you remember a couple of episodes ago? I was talking about that guy from Calvin that I said was too nice um, that I used to date yes. back in the day. Such a lovely, lovely fella. And I was remembering that myself and my friends at the time, each of us had a guy that we had been seeing that we were like, he's just too nice. And we've used this excuse for years and I've always stuck by it that it's that. And then I just the other day had a light bulb moment and I was like, it's not the hell, it's nothing to do with them being too nice. I just didn't fancy him. That's just it. We just didn't fancy them. Yeah. And what has happened is you met them on a night out or you met them on an app or whatever and you went on the date and you had a few drinks and you lobbed the gob. And the next day he's texting you yeah. and you're like, oh my God, he's actually a nice guy because he's actually still messaging me. I'm, there's no run around. There's no, so for the first little while, you're kind of like, oh yeah, he's actually nice. And then you realize you don't fancy him or there's no spark or whatever it is. But your friends are all like, he's lovely. He's lovely, isn't it? Now he'll be your boyfriend. And you're like, yeah. oh God, how do I get out of this? But I've been a total bitch. So you say, he's just too nice. Yeah. That's, I I swear this is like, I've come into this in the last like few days randomly because I was thinking about different people in my, that I've dated in the past. And they're kind of like, oh, he was too nice. He was too nice. And I was like, if the perfect person came to me that I was, if Jamie Dornan came to me now and he was just being lovely, he was replying to all my texts. He sent me flowers. I'd be like, I'd still go and go out with him, <laughs> even though he's being lovely. You know what I mean? Now, I do think there's a level of loveliness, like if he's a bit stalkery, you're not interested in that. But that's just my view. I think that really the mentality of saying someone is too nice is just women's way of saying I don't fancy him. Yeah, a polite way of saying you don't don't fancy him. Somebody was saying like in the messages that like you basically can't turn it on, which is true, but you can't turn it off either when you really fancy someone so she was saying maybe write a pros and cons list and see if it helps no like I'm well, sorry you know no, uh, no. Uh, kind of interesting no no that's such bullshit let me see pros and cons do you fancy them con no therefore that is your entire list if <laughs> pro and con is if you don't want to find, if you don't want to shift the face off them that is it the end full stop yeah, I will say to now in fairness to the girl she did say at the end of her message although it sounds like she kind of has her mind made up about him she shouldn't punish herself because she she's feeling meh about him which is true like we can't it's not our fault if we don't we don't feel the feelings I will say though I've talked to a friend of mine and they were talking about they're they're in a relationship with somebody, but they said that at the beginning they weren't sure at all. And I think maybe 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 because of COVID, etc. You know, like you say, the way we are allowed to date at the moment, and we can't drink and we can't go to restaurants or whatever, and all we can do is walk and date. So sometimes it might be hard to know whether like there's any chemistry there you know sexual chemistry um and then this person was fortunate enough that the when the lockdown rules eased last year you know they were able to have outdoor dating and stuff like that and they said yeah that they totally grew into something and although she felt a bit meh initially at the start that it did completely change for her and now they're in a completely like loving sappy relationship so i mean i i suppose it depends on you as a person because deep down you probably know like what the source is um so what i took from that story was that she didn't fancy him then she got hammered and she fancied him <laughs> like no, she went, no. like, if you can't find the person it's over and then they go out and they had a few drinks and they were having the crack then is that what this person meant? No, I think I think it's just like that. It's awkward at the moment, like when you're out with somebody and it's you're sober all the time and you don't really get to relax and unwind like 
you would normally or like bring someone back to your house or whatever because you have roommates or whatever it might be I think they she just wasn't sure but she kept dating him and now like what I'm saying is I mean they don't go out drinking now obviously because they can't I just mean that they have obviously you know for whatever was going on in her mind maybe she was unsure but it took you know so many dates for her to be like oh actually you do really like him. So I don't know, like maybe sometimes you just, you know, deep down inside that, like, I just don't fancy him, like you were saying. Yeah. But maybe sometimes it is worth, it is worth digging like a little deeper. And also like, what else are you doing at the moment? Yeah, but that's not a good, <laughs> that's not the right attitude to have. Because if you found out a guy was saying that about you, you'd be pissed off. Like if you found out that. You you're, know, already, the- you're already going to turn around and say that to somebody. No, like, but you don't know. You don't know. Imagine, right? Yeah, the guy, I'm not... Imagine the guy you're dating now, right? So you meet up with him yeah. when lockdown's lifted and his friends come out and one of his friends, drunken, says, and to think Jesus at the start he was only texting you because he had no one else to text. You would feel like someone kicked you in the stomach. <sighs> no, you would. Well, like, honestly, you would. But I'm, I'm just saying the in the sense... <laughs> If you're feeling, if you're not too sure about your feelings, like if you if you don't know which way you're leaning, I don't see the problem in having another date or whatever. I'm not saying date the guy for nine months and then tell him in nine months time that you're not interested. I'm not saying like lead someone up the garden path for, for ages. I'm just saying if there's something potentially worth exploring there and there's like there's literally nothing else going on at the moment, then maybe see where it goes. But you'd know after another date or whatever it might be that you're not interested. I'm just saying saying that sometimes it's worth giving something a little bit more effort to see um, whether there's potential there for something. But I do think it's funny, like, as you were saying that as girls, we'd be like, oh, you know, he just was too nice. No, like you said, you just didn't fancy him. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. And it had nothing to do with niceness. <laughs> I also think that um, your gut tells you everything. If you get that feeling, if you say, right, look, I'll give him another chance. And then you're suddenly start in your head hoping he cancels or, you know, you're getting ready. And instead of getting ready, you know, two hours beforehand, you're still sitting on your bed and you're still kind of going looking at the phone and your gut is kind of going "Mm -mm." like that's there. That says it for me. So, you know, if you're if you are just unsure and you're kind of like I you know, I like him, think he's a nice guy or whatever. Not really sure. Give him another go. Yeah, definitely go for another date. But if it's a case of you're kind of like, I'm only doing this because I have no reason not to, then don't. Yeah. Like it's, it's someone message basically saying depends how long she's known him, which obviously we don't know. We don't know if she's known him like three weeks or like three months or whatever, you know, and she was saying, look, if she's feeling ma'am now, maybe it's worth a couple of dates in person, still see if she still feels the same way. And if not, then don't take it any further. But if she's been seeing him a while, then maybe it's time to finish, which is what I would what I would say. He could be a great guy, but not be the guy for her. Which yeah. I think it's totally fair. He could so, be for someone else. So as he said, yeah, exactly. So that person, maybe give it a go. Um, if you haven't been like seeing him that long or had that many dates, just to see if it clarifies anything for you. But if you've been talking to him for months and seeing him for loads of dates, yeah, it's probably time to uh to end that now. And that is Taylor's gonna date um Hold on. <laughs> answer on that. <laughs> Uh, I've just seen one that came in our inbox today just there I haven't read it but I'm just going to start reading now and then we'll hear Uh, too long for the message box but I was messaging a lad on Tinder we swapped numbers and went on a date and got on so well he seemed keen to meet up again the next week he said he'd been just sorry 
he seemed keen to meet up then the next week he said a girl he'd been seeing last year just got in touch out of the blue that day and he was wanting to see where things would go with her liar uh, he wanted to be honest with me which of course I appreciate but I feel like he was talking to both of us at the same time and then didn't decide feel I was worth the choice he suggested a second date and carried on messaging me and then decided he'd rather spend his effort on someone else it makes you feel a bit worthless to be honest so obviously I'm interested to hear what you think on this row because you would have went through something like this last year but just my yes. initial thought on yes. that is that he was texting both of you at the same time there's no way this girl just texted him out of the blue that day that day and he went oh come here I'm just going to forget about this other person and ditch her completely you would without even meeting her you know what I mean he's had to have met her to know that there's something there that this could keep going on and no girl just sends a message going, hey, I haven't spoken to you a year. I think we should get back together, blah, blah, blah. And he just goes, okay, that's great. That doesn't happen. He, in yeah. my opinion, he's been talking to you yeah. both. Yeah, I've had two, I had two experiences like this last year. Um, two, like basically the same, but slightly different, if it makes sense. So the first guy I had three dates with um, and or was it two or we're due to go on a third or whatever. So we whatever, we had a date booked in. And then he messaged me basically saying that his ex had been in touch. And uh, basically she had screamed, apparently she had screamed down the phone on him and all this. And he was really upset and basically wanted to cancel the date. And I was like, I'm not replying to this. I am not fucking replying to this because your ex-girlfriend being a bitch or a psycho, which let's face it, I don't know if that's actual fact. Yeah. Has nothing, should have nothing to do with us going on a date. It shouldn't. If you're that upset or hung up still on your ex and she causes that much of a reaction from you, then you haven't dealt with it and you're not over it. You know, that, that would be my point of view. Now he had been with her a long time and they had been basically engaged as well. So my, I said to him when I he wrote back to me again and then was like, oh, I am sorry. And I said, look, you know, are you actually really ready to be dating somebody else? Because, you know, it doesn't seem if this causes such a visceral reaction, then you probably aren't. And he got, I swear to God, so bent out of shape about it. He went totally on the defense. I kind of expected him to go, actually, you know, maybe you're right or like, you know what I mean? That's that's kind of what I expected. And he was like, no, that's not true. Like, I'm totally over it. And I was just like, oh. You sound it on. You sound it right. The fact that you've taken what I said and you've taken it on so aggressively and you're so pissed off kind of says to me that, no, you really are not like over what happened and what occurred. Um, And, you know, there was a few messages back and forth. And in the end, I was just like, I just think we should leave this because like and then he he had work stresses and stuff like that. And I was just like, I don't think this is, you know, it doesn't seem like the right time. Uh, You're a nice guy, but like, obviously it's not going to work out. And then with the next guy, what happened is we had three dates and he then went really quiet and I was messaging him. I messaged him. I left it, you know, like a day or two. And I was like, you know, is everything okay? He seemed really quiet. And and then he was texting me loads and then he went off the grid again. So I just messed him and I was like, what is going on? I don't understand. My ex has got in touch. It's fucked with my head. Blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, oh my fucking God. Did this happen back to back, basically? And I just was like, well, I don't want to be your second choice. 
So, you know, you can go and figure out whatever you want, but I'm not going to hang on and wait and see. I feel and like I was like, it was nice getting to know you. See you. I feel like, was it in a TV show or is there a handbook or something that guys have that they say my ex and they know that the girl is going to end up just going, I'm not getting involved in the drama. I can't be dealing with someone because they'll call the ex a psycho. So you'd be like, I can't be dealing with some psycho girl coming after me. Jesus, that's just not worth it, you know. And we just put our hands up and go, look, good luck. I feel like the ex is always an excuse when it comes to lads when they do stuff like this. So yeah. Like for for it to happen to you twice in a row, that kind of just says it to me. Like it's like lads know that that's an easy go to that you can just go on my ex, and I'm not ghosting you now because I'm actually giving you an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Only thing I will say about the the second guy because the first guy I never heard from again, and I would take that as either he got back with his ex probably, and she wasn't really a psycho. She probably just got back in touch. Um, But with the second guy, what I found interesting is he texted me on Christmas and New Year's. And I just was like, I just didn't reply, obviously. Why? But I'm like, yeah. But I'm like, oh, you obviously went back to your girlfriend or ex or whatever. Maybe considered go- giving it a go and then like sacked it off and then thought, oh, I'll get back in touch with your one now after all this time to see if she's interested in being my second choice. I am not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the perfect excuse is something like Christmas because he can't just text you out of the blue the rest of the year. Uh, to the girl who messaged us, I would say um, you're better off because I'd say like fair, like you can, a guy and a girl can be texting loads of people at the same time um, and it's fine. And yeah. because I actually would yeah. encourage that to be texting loads of people at the same time until you kind of set things in stone or you start getting serious with somebody. But I would there's yeah. no way that girl just rang him out of the blue that day and they decided to get back together within a phone call so I say that he definitely had been yeah. talking to both of you for a while so my advice would be when you're texting a guy and I know where you've kind of stuck to this is that when you're texting someone and you like them keep texting other people because you yes need, you need to just be like when he sacks you off you need to just turn around on your phone and go okay I'm just going to reply to that other guy and it just takes the blow a little yeah. makes it a little bit easier yeah, I 100% agree. Having been the person who did, never did that to kind of learning from my mistakes, I have for the last couple of months, if I'm online, try not to focus all my attentions on one person. You obviously, she didn't say like how long uh, they'd kind of been in touch for. So like, we don't know. But I, well, I would say like, try keep your options open until you say, you were saying Nicolette things, maybe get a bit more serious or like you just, or you feel bad or guilty or whatever, messaging other people because you've been, maybe maybe you've seen this guy like a loads of times you know and um you know i also like i understand what it feels like to feel worthless because i have had so many guys disappear on me and had dates and all sorts of shitty things happen last year when we kind of decided to do this you your worth is not defined by a man and I know that we all know that but sometimes we don't and we like sometimes we think oh you know if we meet someone or we have a relationship that'll like fill that gap or fill that hole or whatever inside yourself but you aren't worthless you're amazing and brilliant and this guy is just completely and utterly lost out Um, he's not the person for you and you don't deserve somebody who acts or treats you like that. You've seen uh, the true colours of this person um, and you deserve better. And yeah, just remember, you're fucking awesome, you know? And whenever you're feeling worthless, just listen to this advice. Play it back as many times as you want. Okay, ready? 
if you're feeling worthless mm-hmm. because of what a guy did to you, think about this. At least you didn't start a bloody dating podcast and then not get a date for a feckin' year. That's me, huns. So I will help you through the days that you feel worthless. Just think, at least I'm not Nicola. And life will just suddenly, it'll be all daffodils and roses. So... There you go. (laughs) Don't be saying that to yourself, girl. It's been a difficult year. I mean, I've had dates, but my God, Um, (laughs) as we all know, how many of them (laughs) turned out great? None of them. So this is the first time in a year of bad dates that the guy seems semi-normal. But, you know, we won't hold our breath, (laughs) Nicola, because as we all know, the, the bomb could drop at any moment. I was just saying, I do really feel sorry for that girl because we've all been there and, f- and felt that type of way. So I just want to say to her, please, please don't. Don't be beating yourself up. You don't deserve that. Uh, yes, I, I concur. I'm also with that. And just give yourself a little break away from the apps for a while, maybe. And just kind of sort your own noggin out for a little while because yeah. I'm sure it's hitting you a little bit. Uh, what else have we got there query-wise? Um, I Oh my God, there's loads of... Um, there's a couple of ones in there in the friendship kind of one on well someone back friendly chatting to the ex we're still mad about each other don't know to give it another go or not it all depends on how why you broke up <laughs> yes yeah and it, again look the message box is very small guys so there's not a lot to put a lot of info in but like have you discussed giving it another go because I don't know if you've actually talked about it. She said we're still mad about each other, but don't know to give it another go. So if you don't know, like you're saying, is it because the breakup was really bad? Did something, did he cheat? Did you cheat? Because if there's a trust issue there, that's probably a hard thing to overcome. Also, is he doing what we mentioned earlier? Is he texting you because he felt guilty and wants you to be his friend so that he doesn't come across as the asshole? Like, have you actually discussed getting back together? If you have, I say give it a go because yeah. you're, just, you're just going to worry and wonder and your friends will tell you no. I've learned from experience that when you're, um, you know, your friend tells you she's getting back with her ex, unless you bait her around the place, there's nothing you can say. You just have to let it happen and she'll see the light herself. Um, but yeah. if he says, he has said to you, yeah, I think we should get back together. I say, give it a go. Just like try it out, see what happens. Because otherwise for the rest of your life, you're going to every other guy, everything that's gone wrong, you're going to go, what would have happened if I had said yes to Billy Joe Bob? Yes, 100%. I actually totally agree, Nicola. Um, when I was going out with my ex, we kind of a year before we actually broke up the year before that we kind of nearly basically broke up um we'd had an argument about thought we were done and we basically talked through everything and we decided to actually stay together and when we when we broke up officially i did kind of think oh my god what i did i just waste that fucking year of my life you know obviously you know getting back together we sh- maybe should have just broken up then but then i realized if we had broken up then and i hadn't given it a go i would still be kicking myself now being like why didn't i try why didn't i see if we could have given it a go for me at least i know that i we did everything and we tried okay it didn't work which isn't great But I do think sometimes that not knowing can kill you. And if you do really, really care about him and if he does really care about you and you've had an open and honest and adult conversation about it, then I would agree. Go for it. Don't listen to other people. People don't know your relationship. People don't know what's going on in your life. They just they don't know. And 
some people might think it's a mistake and look, your friends and everyone who loves you might have good reason. Again, we don't know why you broke up. Um, you know, if he cheated or, or something of that vein, you know, if, it, if there's any kind of assault or if there's anything like that, no, no, no girl, you're in danger. Um, but if you feel like you both have had a mature adult conversation about it, and if you think you can work through your problems or whatever led to your breakup the last time, then I think, yeah, I agree with you, Nicola. I'd say go for it. I mean, you will, you will always wonder and you will always ask yourself why if you don't try. Yeah. I think. But the, that's that now that advice is coming to you as if he said that he wants to get back with you. But if it's a case of he's just back talking to you. Yes. I, yes. Yes. I would address it with him. Just yes. kind of like, what is going on here? Why are we, why are we back in constant contact? Um, um, are you looking to get back together? Just like you used to be with this person, so you can be brutal with them. Just like, are you looking to get back together or what is happening here? Yeah. If he's just like, oh, I just want to be friends, cut it. You do not need that friend in your life. You do not need to be friends with your ex. What, like, no, I don't agree with people who are friends with their exes because I think it's bullshit. <laughs> so I am totally, I agree. So do I, so do I. Well, you can be civil. You can, I had to once dance there a couple of years ago. My myself and this guy that I used to date when I was a teenager. Um, we haven't spoken in ten years because he called me a whore to my face. But anyway, um, he's now married, and his, his wife hated me. But but I have no idea why she hated me because I don't know what he told her. But I was at a wedding recently that was a very small wedding, and we're both very good friends with the same person, and. Um, I just said, it's been 10 years. Like, why is this still happening? So we were out in the dance floor and I just encouraged his wife to come dance with us. And she was like, oh my God, thank you so much. She was my best friend then for the rest of the night. And he, oh my God, Jesus, he turned around and he was like, everything was, Nicholas, brilliant, isn't she? Isn't the way, Nicola, you're now, you're very intelligent. So we'll ask you this question. Licking me arse. I was like, dude, we're not friends. We are not friends. I am being civil to you because we're at a wedding with 80 people. So, you know what I mean? I will pass you in the street and I'll say hello. You know, maybe the odd occasion will be in a circumstance where I'll ask how your kids are. I'm not going to cross the street when I see you come in that kind of way, but I do not get people who are friends with their exes. There's no good that can come from yeah. that. Yeah, and I've learned the unfortunately the hard way um, of the last few years that saying touch an ex really does nothing, especially if there's not a reunion on the cards. Saying touch an ex is painful and it just like prevents you yourself from moving on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would totally agree. We're, to, we're coming from, I was coming from a viewpoint there if you've had an adult conversation with him and you've discussed the two of you getting back together. But if this is just something you've thought about in your head and you haven't actually had, and I mean a proper conversation. I don't mean like a text message being yeah. like, oh, do you remember the good old days when we were together? I mean, get on the goddamn phone and talk. And as Nicola said, if you're already together, that shouldn't be a big deal to be that open and honest with each other if you've, you you were together for years beforehand. So I reckon talk it out. If there's something there that can be salvaged, go for it. Yeah, there if is not, our advice. Talking to Hold on. We have spoken. <laughs> okay. The guy I'm texting is going traveling as soon as the world opens up. Should I continue for fun and risk catching feelings or nip it in the bud and move on? Well, what fun can you have? Because you can't bloody do anything. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I mean, is this just texting? Because if you um, like decide to meet up and stuff, 
that obviously changes the dynamic. I feel like this is similar to what we were just saying before. If you're only texting one person and you're putting all your energy into one person who is going to leave the country, then I feel like you're you're leading your yourself up a garden path that's mm-hmm. not going to have a happy ending. Yeah. Um, unless unless yeah. you're going to get up and move out of Ireland and go with your man. You know, look, look, realistically, when's he going to be able to leave this country? Probably not till the end of this year, potentially New Year, next year. So, like, it might depend how much interaction you have between then and now, between when he actually leaves. But, oh, girl, I feel like you're, I, I feel like you're going down to a path that's, it's just going to end up in you being, like, really upset and really hurt. Yeah, I think the only way that that would work is if the person was leaving in two weeks because you can only have fun and you have got a time limit on it. If he's saying when this is over, I'm leaving, there's too much time there for you to catch feelings. Way too much time. Like you're going to end up being like, he's going to be like, oh, I'm hoping to go in September. And you're like in your head, oh, I can be fun until then. Then what happens? He comes to your birthday or he comes over for a night and it's not just the the booty call. He stays the night, you know, you go for dinner. Suddenly you think you're in a relationship and he turns around and is like, book my flights. And you're like, wait, what? And weirdly, I was in the, I was the traveled person in this before where I was seeing very casually scoring this guy um, and before I went to Australia and uh, I didn't think of I didn't even think oh hold on the dogs I just want to have a point of view they want to get it across Mara has like something she wants to say here um, so yeah, I didn't even think we were seeing each other that'll tell you how casual it was in my mind it was more of like a case of whenever I saw him we would score and that would be it like you know and then when Bank Holiday began yeah. he said to me I know you're going away in a couple of months but do you want to give things a go and see how we get on and I was like what? no <laughs> I was like no I'm going to live my best life in Australia I'm going to go and well I thought I was going to go and flirt with loads of Australian men I didn't think I was going to go and fall in love with an Irishman but anyway, um, you know what I mean? This is the thing. You go, you, the person who's going is already mentally clocking out. So there's rare occasions. Yeah. yeah. You're going to, this is like, um, you know, he's just aligned to you where you think you're the exception. It's like, you're going to hear from somebody. Well, I know a girl now down in Clare and she met Paddy Joe in the pub two weeks before he was meant to go to India and they ended up falling in love. And look at them now. They have 17 babies. Well, that's yeah, the that's the exception one. <laughs> Yeah, I would say as well, like if if so, basically, I always I know people hate it, but you know, that that thing that sometimes people put up on like instance of like basically if he wanted to, he would. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really true with guys. So basically, if you don't know what his if you guys haven't had a chat or you haven't met up with him yet or anything like that, then. I wouldn't be taking what's going on too seriously because if he really liked you, he'd be telling you he really liked you and he wants to hang out with you until he goes away. But like at the end of the day, is that going to change his plans? I mean, you know, you'll know better than we do because you're you're texting him. But, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I just feel like, like you were saying, Nicola, you could be having the crack with this guy for the next six to nine months. Mm-hmm. And then come January, he's been like, it's been great. See ya, bye. Yeah. Um, and he'll get to piss off and move to another country and you'll be fucking left here dealing with a broken heart. So I don't know, maybe it's maybe you should kind of feel out 
maybe how serious this guy is really about getting to know anybody when he knows he's leaving. Um, I think he's kind of told To be honest with you, if I was... Because of the fact that he, yeah, yeah, I think like that. because of the fact he's already told her he's going traveling, and that to me is a guy saying there is an expiry date. That's just how I read it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, um, yeah, I, I, as you're saying, there's not much fun to be had at the moment. If you could be going out having the cracks, then maybe it would be different. But just texting someone, I, you, you haven't said if you've already met him or not, so I don't know. But at the end of the day, if you to feel like he's still going to pick up a move regardless of whatever then this is only going to end one way unless you get unless you get a um you get asked <laughs> to go traveling <laughs> so you know what i mean like w- which is the more likely of the two unfortunately as we said uh, sometimes we're not the exception we are the rule sadly yeah unfortunately for that Unfortunately, I think I remember I was asked to be I was asked to not go farming and to go on someone's visa. And now that person's yeah. getting married to somebody else. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally. I think, you know, look, some, as you say, he's made it clear that he's going abroad. It doesn't sound like that's going to change. And you could be missing potentially opportunities to meet and talk to other people because you're putting all your energy in this guy. Mm-hmm. So, and Dave's going to do stamp. <laughs> uh, I'm well, like, I'm, I'm like, are we being really harsh with some of these responses? I'm like, <laughs> I don't well, know one who sent in the question listens and starts crying. Well, the thing is, right? It's like the psychic. You're going to, you're going to listen to the advice and do what you want anyway. Yeah. Very, very true. Look, at the end of the day, this is just us talking shit, guys. Like, I mean, you, you'll make the decision for yourself whether it's right or wrong. Like we, me and Nicola have made plenty of terrible decisions. No, I haven't. And, Not one. Um, no, no, I haven't. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but, you know, as you said, it, it's like, Nicola, what you were saying when you were trying to say to a friend who was getting back with somebody and you were trying to say, like, don't do it. People don't listen. People just do whatever the fuck that they will do and they deal with the repercussions afterwards. So, look, at the end of the day, whether you listen to us or not, that is entirely up to you. But I would like updates from yes. everybody that we talked about yes. today. I want to hear how you got on, whether you listened to us or whether you didn't and whether that panned out for you or if it didn't. Very interested in the couple who are exes thinking about getting back together. I, I feel like I need I need an update on that one for sure. Oh my God, yeah. I need to know um, can, if this person can message us and say if they've had the conversation, et cetera, et cetera. I want to know all of that. Um, I also want to know something else. And it's going to take me a second to go and find it here on the internet. So one second. Uh, here we go. All right. So on the, on our website, uh, sorry, on our the, yeah. the hosting site that puts up our podcast, it tells you where yeah. your listeners are from. And there are some countries we've reached and some we haven't. And I'm just so intrigued by this. So obviously our largest yeah. listenership comes from Ireland, followed by the UK. Yeah. Then we have, yeah. um, then it goes to Australia, which terrifies me in some ways. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've mentioned a certain person in Australia a couple of times. Um, then we have America, Canada. So this is our top 10 is Ireland. Which frightens me. That frightens me. Yeah. So <laughs> our top 10, Ireland, UK, Australia, US, Canada, United Arab Emirates. I'm like, who's listening over there? Uh, Sweden, 
who I know is my friend Alex. Hey, Alex. Um, then Hong Kong, New Zealand, who also, again, terrifies me. And the Netherlands. So that's our top 10, right? So then after that, we've got loads of random yeah. other countries um, that are listening here. Namibia, I know this is, uh, that is probably Dara. So thanks, Dara. Um, Israel. We have listeners in Israel. Oh, hello. I feel like this is like the Eurovision. Like, hello, Israel. <laughs> You're rating for the day. It's going to date podcast. Um, I do wonder, uh, my friend Jonathan, I believe, has friends in Israel. So unless he's 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 passed on our information to anybody there. And if he has, thank you very much. Yes, um, if that is yeah, the case. kind of random. We're going to put, I'm going to put a call out to ask some of the countries that we're listening out here. If you could email us or message us on Instagram and tell us how you found us. Um, are you an Irish expat and you're listening to us, you know, to get a taste of you're, you're moving home? Home or whatever are you Irish are you are you actually from you know France and listening to us or whatever in these countries so we'll list a few of them out here and if you're listening to us outside the top 10 we want to hear your story do message us do email us um, on Instagram or daters gonna date and then on email it's daters gonna g-o-n-n-a date i-r-l at gmail.com so we have listeners in Oman oh man what the hell apparently 100% of our listeners in Oman listen in Muscat so I need to know who that is okay please Um, we have some listeners in Singapore okay very very far flung yeah we have Japan and that is in Tokyo. The main the list, person listening there or the people listening there are listening in Tokyo. This is, I swear, this fascinates me. I was listening to Tommy and Hector's show recently, an old episode, and they were reading out some of the places yeah. they had. And I was just thinking, I must check and see. I used to check quite a bit, but I haven't checked in ages. Um, let's see where else we yeah. have. Um, Slovakia. Costa Rica, whoever's listening okay. to Costa Rica, I am dying to come to Costa Rica. So can you put us up on holidays? Because can there's... Can with you, please? Yeah, there's such amazing conservation work that goes on in Costa Rica. So I am dying to get there. Vietnam also want to go there. So whoever our listener is there. Um, this could be someone that knows you, Roisin, Pakistan. Oh, yeah. Big, big, huge. Fo- Everyone, as we all know. You do have your connections there. Um, Kuwait. Yes, I do. Uh, South Africa. Wait, Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see Bangladesh who was listening to us in Bangladesh that person please message us I need to know who is listening to us can you understand our accents my god we talk exceptionally fast what about Vanuatu I'm I'm not pronouncing that right so someone listening to us in Vanuatu and then somebody's listening to us in Myanmar oh I need I need you all to please message us and tell us from those countries why you're listening to us, how you found us, are you Irish, um, are you dating an Irish person and that's how it came. You're like looking for advice because you're dating an Irish lad and he's doing your head in. <laughs> <laughs> and also, True. If, if you're not listening to us in the other countries, uh, you know, you ha- this is the first time you listen to us. South Korea, who's listening to us in South Korea? Oh my God, is it Bren Bran? If that is you, Bren Bran, <laughs> I need you to message me if that is you listening in South Korea he's the only person I know that's over there so Brian Brian I'm calling you out you better message me if that's you thank god, uh, god it's not North Korea there'd only be one person who probably has access to podcasts there and I don't think we want Kim Jong-un listening to us <laughs> he might learn a thing or two about you know honesty uh, so yeah if any of those countries that we've mentioned or you do listen to us in a random random spot that's not in our top 10 there please do message us um 
especially interested yeah. in people in like the likes of Africa, different places like that, um, and on South America and Asia. These are all just um, yeah. amazing because maybe we've got uh, we can do a Dares Gun Day tour. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we can. Can I just go away to hit up Pakistan? <laughs> yeah. What was the other one? Head over to Russia. Then maybe we'll go over to Indonesia. Um, then we'll fly to South America, go to Costa Rica. I'll play, you know, do some conservation work with the turtles there. I'm living my best life. Excellent. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, I'm getting in touch. Also, if you have an iPhone, you could leave us a review and you could tell us where yes. you're listening from, how you found the podcast, anything like that. So, yeah, please rate, subscribe, review. If you review on iTunes, the great thing is it gets picked up and then it gets kind of kind of advertised on the main page. And that's kind of why we ask people to leave physical reviews or ratings, etc., because it does um, mean that we'll, we'll reach other people. Um, so, yeah, if you do have an iPhone and you haven't done that yet, I would app- we would both absolutely appreciate um, if you could do that. And, uh, tell and us, if you don't, tell where? if you don't do that, you're an absolute bollocks. So just saying, <laughs> yeah, you are a terrible, terrible, awful human being. And karma will come and get you. And I listen who you don't want to be messing with karma like during this year. Like things are bad enough. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't need it to be any worse. Um, so hopefully next yeah, episode uh, we'll do a, a worldwide edition. We'll be able to check in and tell you all where people are listening from their stories. So if anyone does, please do messages. And if you could, it would be actually be really cool if you sent us a voice note um, to our Gmail and we'd absolutely, oh my God, it'd be pl- we just love to play and say, listen, this is Mary over in Bangladesh here. Uh, I listen to you. I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I I would love that. It'd be so good. And also, um, if you do have any more dilemmas and stuff, I think we'll do another dilemma podcast again, I think, because mm-hmm. a lot of people said yeah. there's a lot of them. We didn't get to read them. We did not get to everything. No, absolutely not. We, there was a good few more that we just didn't have time for. So 100%, um, if you'd like to do us again, or if you've got an idea for a podcast or something you'd like us to cover on the dating scene or somebody you'd like to hear us interview, etc. Um, you know, please also drop us a message on Instagram or send us an email because uh, we're always looking for kind of um, other avenues. It's obviously hard at the moment because we can't go out and really do anything. So we're limited on um, the kind of like dating apps, etc., that we can talk about. We've really <laughs> flown through a hell of a lot of them. So yeah, if you've got any ideas, or maybe you'd like to come on, maybe you'd like to come on and talk about your uh, dating experience. You know, um, we would love to have you and love to have a chat. But sure, for now, that's we we'll leave it there. Can we just say Happy St Patrick's Day? Because I just realised that today's Paddy's Day, and you are not able to go to the pub and drown the shamrock and shift load of foreigners and tell them that your dad was a leprechaun. So happy Paddy's day. Well, you can listen to this episode instead. So <laughs> <laughs> enjoy yourselves. Have a great day. And until next time, we'll see you then. All right. Bye. bye. bye.